Good morning and welcome to this worship service. This is the fifth Sunday in the season of Easter. Let us begin our worship service in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We begin with a prayer. O oh God, you form the minds of your faithful people into a single will. Make us love what you command and desire what you promise, that among the main things of this world, the main changes of this world, our hearts may ever yearn for the lasting joys of heaven. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. This fifth Sunday of Easter, the text is taken from the Old Testament book of 1 Samuel chapter 20, verses 12 through 17. I read 1 Samuel chapter 12, chapter 20, verse 12. Then Jonathan said to David, By the Lord, the God of Israel, I will surely sound out my father by this time, the day after tomorrow. If he is favorably disposed toward you, will I not send you a word and let you know? But if my father is inclined to harm you, may the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely. If I do not let you know, and send you away safely. May the Lord be with you as he has been with my father. But show me unfailing kindness like that of the Lord as long as I live, so that I may not be killed, and do not ever cut off your kindness from my family, not even when the Lord has cut off everyone of David's enemy from the face of the earth. So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, May the Lord call David's enemy to account. And Jonathan had David reaffirm his oath out of love for him because he loved him as he loved himself. This is the word of God for consideration. Dear friends in Christ Jesus our Lord, this morning on this fifth Sunday of Easter, we are looking at the theme, the gift of a godly friend. The gift of a godly friend. There are so many stories in the world about friendships. You read some in books, magazines, and some of them you watch on movies and television series. You find that some friends are all of different characteristics in some instances. But you find that they are good friends, despite their relationship, despite their background, despite the way they look differently. Their relationship, their friendship lasts for a long time, even if they seem to be different. Today, 
in our text in the Word of God, we take a look at a true story of an unlikely friendship that goes back 3,000 years. It is the story of a prince and his potential rival who became the best of friends. Jonathan was the warrior son of a king. David was a shepherd boy. But after that famous battle between David and Goliath, the king took notice of young David and upgraded his, his status from armor carrier to an officer in his army, which was a promotion. David and Jonathan met and soon formed a bond of friendship, the kind that would like to have in life, the kind of friendship that is good. But in some ways, Young David became of a victim of his own success. God blessed everything that David did. So when he went on the military campaigns, he won victory after victory in wars. The more popular David became with the people, however, the more jealous King Saul grew. The people began to sing songs about David. They sang songs about the strength of David and his efforts. King Saul tried to pin him to the wall with a javelin. David ran for his life. Eventually, Saul, the king sent his army to chase down David and eliminate his young rival. But this time, David had grown, especially close to this unlikely friend that is Saul's son, who is Jonathan. Our verses for today pick up when David and Jonathan secretly meet without the knowledge of King Saul. David wants to know if he is safe around the king or if he has to continue hiding. So he finds his friends, his friend Jonathan, and seeks out the truth. He wanted to know the truth and listen to what Jonathan said in reply to David's question or in reply to the concern that David had. Verses 12 and 13 of our text said, Then Jonathan said to David, By the Lord, the God of Israel, I will surely sound out my father by this time the day after tomorrow. If he is favorably disposed toward you, will I not send you a word and let you know? But if my father is inclined to harm you, May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if I do not let you know, and send you away safely. May the Lord be with you as he has been with my father. Brothers and sisters, two things that we want to notice about the friendship that Jonathan provides in this text. And the first thing that we want to see is this. Jonathan is more concerned about his friend than he is about himself. 
he would protect David even if it meant that he loses any chance of ever becoming a king, himself being the son of the king. In other words, Jonathan considers the gifts of a godly friend as something more valuable than an entire kingdom. And the second thing we notice is the motivation for Jonathan's promise. With this solemn word, Jonathan is affirming that his love for David is built upon God's plan, not his own plan. Another way to say it is that the love of this friendship is built on the love of God. And that is what moves Jonathan to care for and protect and also to defend David rather than just selfishly save his own interest or the interest of his father who is a king. As the words continue, that is the word of our text, we hear how the gift of this godly friendship also allows Jonathan to trust that David would do the right thing too. Listen to what he said from verses 14 to 17. But show me unfailing like that of the Lord as long as I live, so that I may not be killed and do not ever cut off your kindness from my family. Not even when the Lord has cut off every one of David's enemies from the face of the earth. So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, May the Lord God call David's enemies to account. And Jonathan had David reaffirm his oath out of love for him because he loved him as he loved himself. Friends in the Lord Jesus Christ, do you have a friend like Jonathan? One you can trust in, one you can rely on, one you can depend on no matter what situation is, one who is not selfish toward you, encouraging when they are with you, and will defend you when you are not there. If God has blessed you with that kind of friendship, then by all means, be thankful for it. Don't take friendship for granted, because the longer you live, the more you will realize that true friendship are hard to find. Some of you might say, no, I don't have a friend like that. Maybe some of you did at one time, but don't have any more. Maybe it was a distance, or maybe it was death that ended a close friendship. Maybe you thought you had an unbreakable bond with someone at one time, but you found out the hard way that even friends can disappoint you at the worst possible times. Maybe some of you look back over your lifetime and just never made a connection quite like David and Jonathan. If so, you are not alone. Researchers are finding that the more ways people to communicate, the harder it is to actually connect and maintain real relationship. Why is true relationship so rare? 
technology is not entirely to blame? No. Ever since Adam and Eve, positive human interaction are the exception, not the rule. Friendship is so rare because selfishness is so common. Each person that we meet has a heart similar to our own, one that naturally focuses on me first. There is a part of all of us that says if someone can't make my life better, they are not worthy my time. Our default position is to look at others for what I can get from them instead of what I might be able to give them. So sin separates people and it works both ways. But what can we, but what we can celebrate the most today that even though none of us has been a perfect friend, we do all share one perfect friend. He is first of all our savior, and then he is also a model for us to follow in friendship. He gave us the gift of God's friendship by his perfect love in place of our selfishness, and his selfless sacrifice to wash away every sin. Like Jonathan spoke up in David's defense, Jesus sits at God's right hand, speaking up in your defense, pleading for your forgiveness because of his own cleansing blood. Even though he knows you perfectly, he keeps no record of wrongs. Jesus is patient. Jesus is kind. Jesus always protects, always perseveres. Jesus and his love never fail. Because of his love, he calls you his friend. And now he commands you to love one another in the same way, to follow his example so that others may recognize you as his disciple. And through your love, they might know him. A godly friend is a wonderful gift to be thankful for. But today, brothers and sisters, let us all remember that godly friendship is not just something to hope for. It is something for us to give. Because we have a friend in Jesus, we can be a friend like Jonathan. As we put others before ourselves and base every relationship on God's will, not our own. And if we ever lack the motivation to be selfless, to make sacrifices, to save someone else, we have every reason to be renewed in the love of our perfect Savior and friend. As you reflect the love of Jesus, where will you start? Perhaps the best place to start is right here, where you are to show a more Christ-like love in the relationship that you already have. Your friends, your family members, and also your schoolmates, the people you run into on a regular basis. We all know that they are not always lovable, but neither were you and I. And Jesus loved us anyway with the full extent of his love. Friends, make it your goal to be patient and kind, forgiving and unselfish in your daily interaction, not because it comes naturally, 
but because you know the supernatural love that Jesus showed you when he laid down his life for his friends. The more you live in Jesus' love, the more you will start looking for people who need it, and you never meet anyone who does not. Once more, today is a day to celebrate godly friendship, not just in the ones we have, but in all the ways we can reach out with God's love to others. May God keep us close to him. May he keep us closer to him that we might be always encouraged to love because he first loved us. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Let us pray. God, our Heavenly Father, you are the God of love. You loved us even when we were sinners. You sent Jesus Christ to be our Savior. Jesus Christ who became our friend and who died for us because of his love for all of us. May you continue to build us all. May you continue to build our friendship, our relationship in this world, so that we also may build others, encourage others, bring others into your kingdom. Lord, be with us all, even as we end this service. In the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters, go in peace. Live in harmony with one another. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his shine, his face shine on you and be gracious to you always. In the name of our Savior. Amen.